Hello, everyone. Welcome to Moms Talk Autism. We are so glad you are here today because this episode is all about you and your questions that you have submitted to us. And we are going to try to get through as many as we can. And if we don't get to yours, that's okay, because there's always another grab bag episode in the works. So hang tight and uh, we'll start answering questions. When you become a mom, you never imagine your child getting an autism diagnosis. It feels like your dreams have shattered, like a framed photograph falling off your mantle, exploding into a thousand pieces. But instead of trying to glue those pieces back together, this community of moms is here to help you build a new dream, a better one. So join in the conversation as us moms talk autism. Okay, so today, uh, first of all, hi, I'm Brittany. Nice to meet you. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm here. <clears throat> it was a We're journey glad to you're get here too. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad I, I'm I'm just glad glad I made too. it, guys. It's. I think. I think we're all just happy mm-hmm. we're here today because it's been a I journey. Am, I am. Jean is. Oh Jean is happy gosh. she is here, and I'm There's speaking Jean. about myself in the third person. Yes, let's <laughs> all just do the whole episode like that. Um, Shannon <laughs> is here. Hi. There she is. And our our Tashi Tosh. Hey. There she is. Tosh, I got we got a rendition of Spice Girls today from Tosh. You wanna get with me? There we go. Better make it fast. Now don't go wasting my precious time. Get your act together and get with my friends. Oh, just kidding. That's not how I don't that's not feel it, like, but that's yeah. okay. But I think we need to get Tyler's version and we need no, to No, I know. Me, you guys are my friends. Get with each of my friends. Boom, boom, boom. There we go. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm here for it. Never mind. I mean, <laughs> it's a it's a group thing. <laughs> that's another podcast episode. Anyway. <laughs> On another channel. Moms Talk Autism OnlyFans. Yeah. Um, okay. I feel like when we get on is here is when my now? medication is like starting to like, like I'm like getting that little like, and then I'll, I'll be fine. And then you settle. Okay. Perfect. So you're saying you should take it earlier. <laughs> Deep breaths, everyone. Deep breaths. <laughs> Um, okay, we are going to start with some questions, and um, we uh, some of these are kind of similar in scope or in topic. So I'm kind of combining them, um, just so you're aware. If we we really do try to answer as many as we can as well, we we because we're <laughs> if you haven't noticed, we're a little long winded sometimes. Uh, we don't get to everything every time, so you know, bear with us. Um, but. Let's start with this um, wonderful topic. How do you make your child's birthdays feel special when a big party is not an option? I think this is very relevant and um, something I think each of us have dealt with in our own way. Um, Who would like to go first? Any takers? I'll go. All right. Tosh has the floor. Tushy, tushy, tush, tush. Um, <clears throat> okay. Well, consider, considering Jack's birthday is already a little bit 
different because of when his birthday is, December 24th. Um, it has it has been just a challenge with it being on a holiday. Um, but, you know, we have just over the years recognized what is good for him, how, how many people is, you know, overwhelming versus not overwhelming. And we've just kind of catered to that. But, um, you know, we have always generally for the most part had smaller birthdays where it's just really, you know, the four of us and then maybe a few other family members because it is Christmas time. Um, and I think just anything that you do, right. Like, like, I know that sound. That's just like broad. Ugh, just whatever. Okay, you do. I'll, answer, I'll but, ask you a like follow up question, Tosh. Like, what do you do to make Jack's birthday special? Not only because he can't have maybe your quote typical birthday party, but because of the holiday season. Like, I think that's irrelevant. Like, what do you guys do to yes. kind of distinguish it? You know, from, yeah, from yeah. the holidays. So, so we have always um, had it. You know, right around. Christmas Eve or whatever, maybe the day before, or even just on Christmas Eve. So we've always just had a special wake up Christmas Eve morning and have, um, you know, a special breakfast for him. I have done a balloon arch almost every year. Wow. <laughs> Somebody shoot me. Um, mm-hmm. and then we, we have always, uh, uh, what are they called? The lanterns, the, the, oh, the chi- uh, um, Chinese lanterns. The- Right? Is that what they're called? Oh no, the, you're talking about the ones that you lift into the sky. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I just call those Rapunzel Chinese, lanterns. Chinese lantern. Rapunzel lanterns. There we go. <laughs> Let's just put that. <laughs> like a true mom. <laughs> so I'm such a mom, you we guys. Have always. We've always done that, like not at nighttime, um, because on Christmas Eve we send one up on Christmas Eve for you know the day that Jameis and his twin became an angel. Oh, um, yeah. but we I send up however many, however many Jack is turning, you know, so this year it'll be nine, um, bright, colorful lanterns, send those up. That's something special. Um, and then, and then just, you know, whatever, whatever Jack wants to do, whatever he, yeah. you know, is up to. And sometimes that is just like, he wants to open gifts and then he wants to go to his room and not be bothered because he's overstimulated. Um, and sometimes that is just us sitting around in the living room, building a thousand different Legos. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds like so, a party to me. Awesome. I, d- I don't think, you know, the heart, I, oh, sorry. Go. You want me to go? Okay. Um, he has seen what like I guess, quote unquote, I don't like to use this word, but normal birthdays look like because of Sloan. Um, We've always had big parties for her. And I don't know that he necessarily is upset by that because her birthday parties can be overwhelming for him. Um, So, you know, we we talk openly about it with him. Like, you know, do you want to have uh, your birthday somewhere? Do you want to have a big party? And and, um, this is actually the first year that he's like, he wants to have school friends. So, oh yeah, we shall see. So TBD on that. Yeah. Let us know. Okay. Totally. All right. Jean, what do you do for uh, Rory that kind of helps? Is there something that you do do different between McKenna, a McKenna party and a Rory party for a birthday? Um, I have to say that I, I feel like it's, it's, it changes. Um, it's not, doesn't look the same every year. Um, 
he sometimes doesn't, he still is, he doesn't understand the relevance of his birthday, right? So it's like when it's, um, all right, well, you're going to get another year older. He's still like, Rory, how old are you? You know, and he's still saying that he's eight, not the year that he's turning. So he has a hard time with like that transition. Um, and honestly, the age thing is only relevant for like, for, for the, the reason why we want him to know his age is not because we are trying to force celebration on him. It's because like, if, and when there's an emergency situation, he's surveyed, he's able to, you know, respond, um, as like a self-advocacy tool. Right. So like, that's the one thing I think inadvertently birthdays can aid with, like, it's kind of used as like a, a tool in that aspect. But, um, We've had, I mean, obviously before diagnosis, uh, I used to be, when we lived in Baltimore, I, I, he had over the top birthdays. Right. Um, and then, um, then as he got older and after we moved the birthdays, I had to, they did have to become like more intimate and not as big because he was overstimulated he was withdrawn. It was sometimes something that he didn't want. So what I, some of the things that I do to even kind of set the stage that a birthday is happening is I decorate the inside of the house. So that's something I have done. So whether we have a party or not, it's, it's indicating to him that, oh, we're going to celebrate, have a birthday, but he doesn't really think that it's for him. Right. Um, he's happy with, which this year he was just delighted with his class singing happy birthday to him and him kind of being like, you know, the big cheese on campus, um, for the day. And that, that lit him up. He didn't really need the party. You know, he likes, you know, when the boxes come or he thinks it's a gift, like he actually enjoys opening presents. Presents used to be just like how Christmas used to be in that presents used to, overwhelm him. Now he likes it. And he's sort of like, if he's not really digging whatever he opened up, he's ready to move quickly on to the next thing. Yeah. So, yeah. um, like this year I did want to have the party for him because it's, it's weird. Like his birthday falls with right when the school gets back in and he hasn't really had time to be oriented with his classmates. And this year specifically, I did want to have a party. It just, there were other variables that added to that, that did not make that an option, but we still made, we still made the most of it. So it's more, it's more about making it what's going to be best for him. Like it's not about, oh, we have to have a birthday party or we have to do these traditional things. McKenna is that person, right? McKenna is that child. She likes that. She wants the big birthday. She wants the party. She wants the theme and, you know, the, you know, the multitude of friends. And um, so, so I think, I think that's a really good point though. Like you can have your, your typical kiddo and, and you can do the whole like traditional birthday and the theme and the party friends and all that stuff. And what you're saying is, is that you're, you're letting Rory lead, 
right? And and his wants and needs. It just like you're letting McKenna lead when when it's mm-hmm. her birthday, but they just have different needs and different wants and different things that make mm-hmm. them happy. And I think that's that's the key, really. Yeah, right. You just you change, you shift your gears in terms of like how you're going to tailor, right? What their day is going to be for for them. Yeah, I love that, Shanny Shan. What do you got? I'm glad I went last because you asked that question and I was sitting here like, oh my God, what did we do for her last birthday? I couldn't even remember until Jean started talking. Um, So I think kind of how Jean was saying, (laughs) it all just boils down to that one Christmas that I've talked about a million times where I started to realize where things were not going to be the way that I always pictured them. And I've just been able to carry that across any and all holidays, including birthdays. And so I just stopped thinking about what I wanted or what I expected for a birthday and just thought about Gracie, you know, and for Gracie, she's lucky that she has a June birthday because homegirl loves to swim, right? So I think we have done swim parties almost every single year for her. And because big parties can be overstimulating, we've had to reduce the number of people that we invite and we hope we don't hurt anybody's feelings, you know, if they don't make the list, but it's not about them. You know, it's about Gracie and what Gracie wants and what she can handle. So it does end up being a smaller group of people. And, you know, we provide food for people and Gracie still gets her chicken nuggets. Like it's just all about what she wants. And I think, yeah, birthday nuggets. They're more special than regular nuggets. Um, so they're the same exact nugget. Um, but I think, Again, it just kind of boils down to those expectations that we have. They don't, here's the thing, guys, people, kids don't expect a big party unless they've had a big party. Like we set their expectations. I saw somebody post about the tooth fairy the other day. They're saying, you know, my kid lost her first teeth. What do teeth go for nowadays? And I'm like, don't ask other people that. Like what what the expectation you set here is what your kid is going to expect every time they lose a tooth. So we set the expectations for our kids. So, I mean, Maya was my first and Maya always had huge birthday parties. We have a very big extended family. They were ginormous. It was insane. And that was fine for Maya. Um, That doesn't work for Gracie. So we swim and we eat the food she wants to eat and we sing happy birthday. And um, I do remember the very first year when she realized that we were actually singing happy birthday to her. Like she actually like finally seemed to get it. And she had this big smile on her face because she's like, Oh my gosh, it's me. You know, um, <laughs> Cute. because for the first few years she had no idea <laughs> that it was, that it was about her at all. Um, yeah. Roy used to scream. He used to scream. So we would still not have to be. Yeah. We it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's yeah. overwhelming. And like, she opens presents if she wants to. And if she doesn't, she opens them later. We just follow her lead and we've just taken our expectations out of it. I love that. Yeah. I think, I mean, you can offer to to do as much quote traditional party as you want, but if you're noticing um, resistance or overstimulation or just not, not enjoyment of whatever you planned out, you need to be flexible, I think, and just be willing to kind of, yeah, let them lead. Um, some of the things we've done for Austin, um, Ruby's all about the big party. She's, she's good to go. Um, but, uh, and my other boys, they, they're, they're not big 
extroverted, lots of friends and lots of people around people. They preferred to have smaller parties just kind of naturally. But for Austin, he does not enjoy that at all. It's not his jam. We have done lots of different things over the years. His birthday is in December as well. So we are running into a lot of Christmas type things. But uh, we will go um, look at lights look at uh, Christmas lights. He, he enjoys doing that. He doesn't necessarily enjoy a traditional cake. So we will make a donut tower um, for him and he gets to choose a donut off of that. And we can sing happy birthday to him, but he does not like fire and candles. He, it, it, it is very, he's very, uh, he gets very tense around it. So we do not light the candle. Um, but we do sing happy birthday to him. Uh, he will open presents if you help him manually do it. And I tend to um, have things completely unboxed. I'll put it in a bag or just wrap the ball <laughs> in paper so it looks like a ball-shaped <laughs> ball of wrapping paper, you know. But but having having extra packaging around things, he's just like, I don't know what to do with this. It's better to just give him the thing. Um <clears throat> We've also, so Austin's going to be 16 this year and we are trying to decide what we're going to do. 16 is a big, big birthday. And, um, we are, I'm vacillating between taking him to a trampoline park, uh, and possibly doing some kind of private party that way where we would just have our family and maybe a couple of very close friends, uh, there, or I was thinking about renting a movie theater so he can just run around the movie theater and it would just be our family. And we can invite other friends too. I think he'd be fine with that and he can have popcorn and run around. And I think you can even, you I, there's movie theaters around here. That. I should do that. Okay. I'm thinking yeah, that's probably what we're going to yeah. do. Um, I think we did that for Christmas during COVID. Yeah. And it was so good because you don't have to worry. And Austin can do whatever the heck he wants. He can eat yeah. whatever he wants. It's his jam. Just like play, play musical chairs the whole time, whatever, you know, and be yeah. loud. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you can choose. They give you a ch- uh, like a variety mm-hmm. of movies to choose. It's not like some new release. So we could choose one of his favorite movies, possibly, yeah. mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. he enjoys and sees. And he might even watch some of it. Who knows? <laughs> Thinking outside so, of the box. That's right. It's all about that. It's about letting them lead. Um, you can put expectations on your kids and you can try to give them new things. One quick thing I'll suggest, if you want to try to throw a party for your child and you're concerned about um, you know, having friends over and all that stuff, you could start with some, pl- some smaller play dates and build up to it. Practice. Have a practice party. You don't have to have the full shebang with the cake and everything, but have three friends over for an hour, have four friends over for a couple of hours and start building that. And then as they get more used to that, then the only thing you add for the party is maybe the treats and the a couple of games, you know, and it's it's comfortable for them already. So just a thought. <laughs> okay. Um, how do you handle sudden moon mood changes? not moon, mood changes <laughs> without any clear explanation. This is a daily struggle for this person. So for instance, uh, for Austin, he will be giggling and happy one minute watching a show on TV, sitting on the couch, and then n- nothing that I can register or see has changed. As, clearly something has, but I don't know what it is. He gets very upset. He throws the blanket off. He starts hitting himself in the head sometimes. He'll start crying and 
he gets really, really angry out of the blue. I, I believe that's what this person is asking, that kind of thing. And then it can go away just as quickly as well. He, he'll do that for five minutes and then he's fine again and he's laughing and smiling and giving me a hug. So how how do you handle that kind of stuff? Anyone have any thoughts? I'll go since nobody's. <laughs> Shannon. Shannon here. Got it. Um, sorry, sorry for the sniffles, you guys. It's obnoxious. Um, so... Gracie, if you guys like know me talking about Gracie, Gracie does struggle with what we call big emotions. Um, Sometimes we go through phases where they're worse than others. Um, Sometimes the symptoms sort of all but disappear and then they're back a couple months later. Um, Right now we're struggling with frustration with Gracie and we think that it's um, a lack of being able to communicate what she thinks she needs to communicate. Um, And so we have really been trying to make sure there is some form of communication tool around her at all times. Um, We're lucky enough that Gracie will use an AAC device or I can hand her like the note app on my phone and she can type, you know, what it is that she wants, but trying to provide her that source of communication at the moment that she needs it to hopefully prevent the big emotions from coming. Um, or even if she's already feeling that way. But the one thing that I've noticed with Gracie and that we've really talked to her team about and her therapists about is in the heat of the moment, like talking them through it or trying to resolve it is not, they're not in the place to hear it. Right. So me trying to make it a learning experience in the moment isn't really the best thing to do with Gracie. So there are some days where I can, you know, put her on my lap and I can snuggle her really tight, give her some like deep impact, deep compression, and that will be enough to calm her down. Or there's the other, like last night, she got really frustrated. And one thing that she does is she'll reach over and grab my hair and she won't try to like yank it out. She just grabs it. I don't, I don't know. (laughs) She just grabs it. Um, And the only way to get her to overcome that and to calm down is to put her in her room. And I put her in a room and I I don't know how much of it she understands in the moment because she is so riled up. But I just tell her when I put her in her room, like, you are not in trouble right now, but I see that you're frustrated and I need you to calm down just a little bit. And we'll put her in her room where she's got her weighted blanket, her swings. She's got a bunch of things in there to be able to self-soothe herself. Um, and we will generally just, as soon as she has calmed down, we go back in because we don't want to leave her there. We don't want her to think she's in timeout. It's not a punishment. So we'll wait and she'll start to calm down. And at that point we'll go in and just say, you know, mommy sees that you were really, really frustrated right there. And I'm glad you were able to calm yourself down. Um, and at that point, then I'll sort of talk her through it. Um, but that's just sort of the way that we've been hand- having to handle things with Gracie. And I think it changes, you know, like the Gracie of two years ago is very different than the Gracie of today. And so the way that we handle the sudden outbursts and the mood swings are very different than we would have two years ago. Um, and I just have to really try to remind myself that, like, how would I feel if I was really upset about something and I had no way to say what it was that I was, you know, upset about. And um, while I don't condone or think it's okay for her to, you know, reach, go violent, you know, to hit or anything like that, because it's not something we want her to do out of the house. 
um, it's a different type of understanding that I have to have. Whereas if Maya decked me, obviously, <laughs> we're like looking at a whole different scenario. Yeah. Um, so that's just sort of what we've been doing for Gracie. And, yeah. you know, Thank you. T- come back and ask me again in three months and I'll let you know if it was exactly working. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it changes. What do you think, Tosh and Jean? Do you have a lot of experience with this? Or if you don't have to answer, yes. if you don't have anything, it's okay. No, I, uh, unfortunately I do. Um, <laughs> because even yesterday it got very bad. Um, and then like, especially the past couple months, he has had just waves of distress about things. Um things that he wants or wishes or desires and, you know, and then I'll just be hyper-focused on it for such a long time. And then he's, and it's, and sometimes it just feels like it comes out of nowhere. Um, Like you said, like the same thing with Austin. So how I handle it, it's not, it's, it's not always taking place at home. Right. So it's like the environment that we're in, also dictates how I'm going to de-escalate the situation. So let's I'll give the example of, of what happened yesterday. So we had to go pick up dad from the airport and Rory has been wanting to get on a plane, right? He's been wanting to get on a plane, but he's went to go pick up Brad from the airport at, on other occasions. And we haven't had any level of dis- distress, but being how he's been so hyper-focused on it lately, I should have anticipated that this was probably going to turn out to be some type of, of meltdown and major, you know, mood swing and reg- self-regulation issue. Um, I didn't have any rescue meds with me. Um, so now that's also a reminder that I need to put some of those into my purse for safekeeping. Um, so that way I can at least know, cause I can pretty much count down sometimes from like, you know, a 20 to 30 minute period where he will start to, if he can't himself within his own, you know, faculties calm down, then I at least have that toll. Right. Um, but he was out of his mind. He immediately got out of the car seat. He was climbing out of the car. We're at the airport. We're in the area where you have to, you know, where you're picking up somebody at arrivals and you, you, there's a safety and security issue right there. And so I can't necessarily just, we can't leave our car sitting there. We can't just sit there and wait for him to calm down we sort of have to help rush this along a little bit. But at the same point, I feel like it's counterproductive because it's like we're only kind of, you know, um, fueling it some more sometimes. So it's a hard balance. So at this point, then we're just, this is where it's like the grappling of, well, are you seeking, you know, where compliance is necessary because there's, it's a safety issue. He was not staying in a seatbelt. He kept getting out of his seatbelt. Um, the people are staring, you know, it was, I feel like we were only seconds away of, of law enforcement coming over because it was so loud and clearly the, he was so distraught. Um, I was actually very happy with the way that Brad was handling it. 
um, which was nice, which helped me in moving through the situation with Rory. Um, but it was really, really hard. And then it was sort of like we, when we finally got him compliant enough to stay in the seatbelt, right. We then just had to sit there the whole way back from the airport, which was like 30 minutes of him completely screaming, banging on the window, completely distressed, kind of just like basically wear himself out. And so at that point, how we were coping with it was, how can I just keep you safe right now? You know, and us safe, because I really don't even like care to drive with him that way. But there was not really, you know, you're at the airport and then you're right on a highway. So there's not an area where we needed actually, what we also needed to do was get as far away from the airport as possible. Because the longer he was there, longer he could see and be in the vicinity of where the airport was, it was just reigniting it over and over and over again. It was not changing his focus. It wasn't redirecting him. It wasn't allowing him to transition. So, you know, there was that, that sense of urgency there. So like, you know, my lesson learned is I need to put emergency meds in my purse. Um, so that way, when I do have these situations where we aren't at home, where we are typically, or even in a school setting where we know exactly how we want to deescalate the situation in that environment, you're going to have these more unpredictable scenarios such as that. And how do you manage that? I imagine that has to come up a lot for, for parents. Um, when you're, when you're asked, when you're asking a question like that, like, because it doesn't look the same every single time. So Right. Yeah. It it can change. And it it changes with their their moods and their growth and their hormones and stages in life as well. Yeah. Or schooling or whatever, you know. Um, Tosh, do you have anything for this question? Um, not no, not as much anymore. Okay. Um, Jack is, I would say, pretty regulated with his medication, you know, with his ADHD medication. So um and and the uh the more that Jack has been able to communicate over the last few years, his, his communication has, has grown. Um, we are able to, uh, talk through situations, you know, of course he has, he has outbursts where he's just, there's no talking through it and same, similar to Shannon, we just have to put him in his room and say, you're not in trouble, but you cannot, like, you can't talk to us like that. And, and you need to, you need to regulate a little bit. So, yeah. um, you need a minute. Yeah. And he, and he understands that, you know, and we will go back in and he's very remorseful. Um, uh, and then we will work through whatever the frustration is. Usually it has something to do with him wanting something uh, either on the iPad or he's explaining something to us and we just don't, we can't figure out what he's talking about and he just gets really amped up and angry. So yeah, that's it. Awesome. Um, well, I explained a little bit about what happens with Austin. For me, it's there. There is a sudden mood change, and it seems very phys- like some kind of physical response to me. But I don't know what it is. Um, and it, it, regardless of what is happening with this particular person that asked the question, or you out there, if your child is experiencing sudden mood changes that you can't seem to find the origin of. Um, the very, very first step to do, in my opinion, is to look 
look medically and just check to make sure everything is okay in that arena. Speak to your doctor. Um, let let your medical professionals know what's happening. And and there may be there could be some health concern that is unknown to you that could possibly be addressed. So I I just like to like check that off of my list, and that's what I usually do with Austin. We've had him checked uh, for seizures. We've had him checked for all sorts of things just to make sure it's not something that I I can't visually comprehend or see that's that's making him so angry so quickly or right. or just dysregulated. But yeah, that's and really then once once I'm glad you said that. Yeah, yeah, it is because it there's there's so many factors. It could be a stomach thing. I mean, there's so many things, especially if they can't speak to it themselves, um, that you you probably just need to double check on first. And then if those things are not, you don't have to do that every time, but just get make sure you're keeping up on those those you know health health checks. And oh, then, you just you just actually prompted me for something. You said stomach thing is uh, constipation. I believe one yeah, of the boxes I always had to check is. When's Absolutely. the last time you pooped? <laughs> yeah. When's the last time or, you pooped? Or if you're hungry or whatever. So so look look at the physical things. And then and my next thing is to look at like the environment around. Did something change in the environment that maybe I didn't perceive or wasn't a big deal to me? Uh, but but it could be something that is bothering him. Maybe they're like Austin doesn't like birds. Like he doesn't like things flying over his head. It really kind of freaks him out. So I need to be aware and in tune with him enough to realize if we're outside and he starts screaming, did a big flock of geese just go by? Because maybe, maybe that was it. Or maybe he stubbed his toe or maybe he, you know, bit his tongue or it it could be something like that. Um, It could be a loud siren in the background that I've just kind of tuned out, but, but is bothering him. So look into that. And if I, if I can't see any of those things that are happening, um, then my next thing is to look at, well, it, it, it could just be a something inside himself or, you know, he, he's frustrated. He can't tell me what he wants, like kind of like Tosh was saying. And he's he's he doesn't have another way to express that frustration. And and when those times happen, I need to give him space, um, whether that's in his room where it's a safe place. And I know he will be safe and he will be safe not only from others, but for himself as best we can. Or I give him space within the the room he is in. I will vacate the area. I will go to an adjoining room where I can still see him or I can still hear him, but I am not directly in his line of sight or in his path. And I just need to give him the time to, to calm down on his own. Um, and that's a key point. There are many, many times where I have tried to help him. I'm giving him a weighted blanket or I'm trying to give him food or I'm trying to give him water or I'm trying to give him his iPad to just tell me what's wrong. And it's exacerbating the situation. It's making it worse. So I need to, um, decide I, I can still try those things, but if I'm realizing that's happening, I need to just, I just have to let it ride out sometimes. And so it's a delicate balance. You'll figure out what that is for your kid and it will change over the years. But, um, but that's kind of my checklist that I go through in my head, if that makes any sense. I think I'm the one who deals with that probably the most just because Austin has the least language out of everybody. So, um, okay. Last question. What do you pack in your kids' school lunches? And we're going to say right now off the bat, no judgment, no shame. People are just curious. They want to know. 
and it is what it is. We don't want to get hate mail. I don't want to hear from your nutritionist about this. Okay. If you want to know, you asked for it and this is what you're going to get. So here we go. So what you're saying is that if people are judging us, they should email us at then you come pack my kids' lunch at momstalkautism.com. <laughs> Correct. Okay. You can be at my house at 6 a.m. packing Noted. my kids' lunch. Feel Noted. free. Feel free. Okay. Amen. <laughs> Shannon, what are you packing who, Gracie's lunch? Oh, good. Me first. Fantastic. You first. <laughs> I saw this one on here and I was like, great. Fantastic. <laughs> um, all right. Gracie gets three chicken strips. She will only eat the Purdue organic gluten-free chicken strips. That's Love it. that girl. She knows uh, what she wants. Finding those during COVID was really fun. Um, oh, she buddy. gets three of those and she has like a bento. So that goes in the big part. And then there's three little slots on top. And in one goes a Mickey Mouse fruit snack and an Oreo. Uh, in another goes either uh, veggie straws or Mickey Mouse goldfish. Do you notice a trend here? Mm -hmm. um, and then in the third one goes yet another carbohydrate of choice that I happen to have on hand, um, which is usually something like gluten-free animal crackers. Um, Gracie gets a diaper rash, like a booty rash if she eats too much gluten, in case you're noticing that trend. Um, um, um she used to eat squeezy applesauce and that was my jam and I loved it. And she would get one of those. She refuses to eat that now. She used to eat bananas and that would go in there. She refuses to eat that now. So that's Gracie's lunch every single day, friends. For now. Every day. For now. It will change. For now. But for now. And she's healthy and she's doing fabulous. So I that's mean, great. She is. She clearly has a very good metabolism. So she has yes. that going for her. Yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Tosh, what do you pack in Jack's lunch? Yes. Uh, Jack loves chicken nuggets, but he will not eat them cold. So there is no protein in Jack's lunch. He has every single day carrots and cucumbers because he will eat those. Good a, for him. A fruit of usually, depending on, you know, seasonally, it's either, you know, apple, grape, strawberry. Um, goldfish, a cheese stick, a uh, string cheese, you know, um, and a uh, Quaker Oats or whatever, chew chewy bar, a chewy bar, a chocolate chip chewy bar, whatever. Does like everybody know granola bar? Yes. Granola bar, whatever. Yeah. But, but, the, but the Quaker Oat specifically <laughs> chocolate chip, it can't be chocolate chip and peanut butter chips. It can't be chunky chocolate chips. It can only be the chocolate chip. It's the red one. He will tell you, I don't want it if it's not red. Um, and pita bread. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good job, mm -hmm. Jack. PSA, uh, manufacturers, you are not allowed to change your packaging every time you do that. It actually Ever? hinders my process. Uh, just, a, Amen. just a PSA. Just a PSA, making my life more challenging. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. Jean, what, what do you pack in Rory's lunch? Oh, my gosh. It's like the biggest eye roll of my life. Um, it's fine. I Mine's I, the worst, so I'm going to go I, last. I Are you sure? I don't think so. I bet you. I don't know. Let, let's, let's find out. I bet you. <laughs> I'm all, I'm, I don't gamble, but I'm willing to gamble on that. It is terrible. Okay. 
Okay. This, All right. It's Starbucks. Who, who, <laughs> I, went, worst. I, I went to culinary school and I studied nutrition. Nothing pains me more <laughs> than what I have to feed my child or his lack of repertoire of food choices. Okay. Right. Um, so yeah, like Jack or no, like Gracie, where I used to be able to get some kind of fruit in him. He used to love cantaloupe. He used to love bananas. Um, I could at least get him to eat orange food, you know, not just beige, but great, you know, gray, great up to orange. Um, yeah. Now it's like mainly beige. Okay. Mainly beige. beige. It's, it's, and um, yep. it's all prepackaged things. If I make him anything, it is trash. He, it's just a waste of my energy. If I cut like up literal can trash, I, he'll just throw it in can the I, trash. Can I ask what beige food is? Just give me an example. Beige, I'm confused like all bit. beige oh, food. Like, so, like, so essentially, oh, like crackers, like, bread. Yeah. Right. So you're okay. You like especially when you're like doing meal planning. If you know that yourself as a human being are eating colorfully, you probably have a well-rounded diet. Um, yes, got it. When your foods are only one specific color and beige probably means that it's probably the least nutritious and on the spectrum here. Um, there's that. So currently this is where we're at. Yeah. Currently this is where we're at. It's terrible. I used to at least get him to eat smuckers or uncrustables. Right. And thankfully he was in classrooms that didn't have kids with peanut allergies. So for a long time, I at least could get him to eat peanut butter, you know, and I used to be able to get a variety of cheese in him. Yeah, screw that. At least, you know, the 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 string cheese, that is protein. So you're getting protein in Jack. He's getting protein, you know. Um, so now, now what's in there is Pringles, a fruit roll-up. He did ask for yellow cheese again, but now he's not eating it, but I'm still packing it. It comes back every day. Um, he will eat his Horizon, drink his Horizon chocolate milk. He will eat his... Um, yogurt, which has to be Danimal's monkey yogurt. Can't be any other kind of yogurt. Has to be that. Once upon a time, he would eat the apple sauce. Forget it. Not happening. I think what happened is, is that we switched brands at one point. And once you do that brand swap, it's just like, I just killed his palate. Just forget about it. We're never, ever going to go back. Um, we've tried all kinds of food therapy. So like, I, this is where I live. He gets Pringles a little. So I can't, I can't just grab Pringles out of a can. They have to be the snack packs or he's it's, it's trash. He's just not going to do it. Like the reason why, like, I just, I just like accepted that if it is prepackaged, that is what, I mean, that's like the only way I'm going to get food in my kid's pie hole. I mean, he is like yeah. very, he's a brand expert. I mean, my kid is a brand expert. So like, if it's not now, he's not eating his pirate booty or the the popcorn. You want to know why? Because they're like, oh, it's the holidays. And let me put Halloween stuff on the pirate booty. And let me put yeah. uh, monsters on the popcorn bag. And I thought, oh, that'll be, he'll like that. No. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Now you now you just screwed it up. Now I can't even get him to eat his pirate booty or his damn popcorn. Sorry, sorry. Anyway. 
It's terrible. And so I, the same I the same thing happened dying. with Ruby with the pirate's booty. I thought she would love the Halloween version, and she was all psyched up about it and verbal like, "Oh yeah, I love this." No, she won't eat it. So like, what well, what do you do? Yeah. What do you do? And now and now I have a plethora because I ordered the big bags. Of them in my pantry, and that's what happens to you. And now I'm stuck. I'll tell you what you do. What you're eating for lunch, Jean. Yeah, you're I'll tell you what you do. Now. It's it's your it's yours now, Jean. So I have fun don't with like that. pirate booty. Congratulations. Okay. <laughs> no, okay. And you know what? So, you donate it to the classroom for the rest of the kids to have. Stuff. You're you're correct. You are correct. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. To do that. I've done that before. <laughs> so so it's Jean, terrible. Um, I owe you a Starbucks because you win. Okay. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to fold right now yeah, yeah, and Brittany, I will Brittany, Venmo you. Austin, Austin likes condiments. Do you think my child likes condiments? He does. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Yeah. So Austin, uh, he actually gets condiments in his lunch. Uh, Austin will eat bananas. So I put a banana in his lunch every day. He gets a handy snack, some fruit snacks. I can pack, I can pa- individually package animal crackers or goldfish or whatever, I don't have to buy them prepackaged. So I can buy them in bulk and then disperse them into a small baggie. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. Um, he will do cheese. Uh, we will do a, a turkey pepperoni. He will let me make him a sandwich uh, that is meat and cheese and lots of mustard and mayo in there. Uh, he He completely disassembles the sandwich and eats each part separately, but he will eat it. Um, I love it. And deconstruction. We all love a good deconstruction. Is all meal. the rage. Yeah, like watch Food it's Network. It's trending. all about it's it. Very so trendy. it's it's fine. Um, he will eat. I'm trying to think what else he'll do. Like a muffin or a pastry or something like that. Sometimes. Now, Austin used to be just as bad or worse than all of your kiddos when he was their age. He's, he's older, you know, he's 10 years older than some of your kids. So he has expanded his palate as he's gotten older. Um, he will eat a lot of other things. I can get vegetables and other things in him and casseroles and other stuff at home, but those have to be heated. So they're not lunch material, but for lunch, it, it just tends to be a lot of snacky stuff, I guess. It's not like a salad and a fruit and a, you know, it's, it's all just kind of snacks. Um, but he will eat them and it, and they, I think they use them kind of throughout the day too. They'll, they'll let him choose a couple of snacks during a recess, for instance. So for, for me, a really good thing for lunches is just having lots of little things. Um, and sometimes they come back, but a lot of times he'll eat, he'll eat the whole lunch. So, all right, Rory wins, Rory wins this round. So good job, Rory. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us on this episode of Grab Bag, Grab Bag Craziness. Um, let's do a quick peek of the week and we will sign off. Um, has anyone had anything wonderful, amazing, or just good happen to you this week? <laughs> hmm. Everyone's thinking. Everyone's I, deep we in have contemplation. Family pictures. Oh yeah, we haven't heard about that. How did it go? We we had family pictures yesterday. Praise the Lord. He came through on the weather for us, let me tell you, because it has been nothing but rain for the last two weeks, like pouring Pacific Northwest rain. We kept having to move the date and he opened up the skies. I was a little nervous too, because the day before it was really sunny and perfect blue, but it was so windy and, you know, like 44 degrees that I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to die tomorrow. We are going to die. Lord, can you please have no wind? 
and it was perfection. I can't wait to see them. That's awesome. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) What do you got, Shannon? Oh, go ahead, Jean. uh, Jean, go first. So, uh, sorry, why before I before I lose it, the um, (laughs) (laughs) book fair was this week, and um, he likes sitting in his um, teacher's rocking chair um, in the classroom. Like he won't sit on the floor with the kids. He either has to sit in the chair with the teacher or sit by himself. Like that's his favorite place. And uh, they have turned into total suckers for him. So his, he had an e-wallet, like I set up an e-wallet for their book fair, but for some reason, like his isn't working, but McKenna's is. So the teacher bought him a book and I was like, that was so, so sweet. And I was like, you guys are such suckers they love him so much I was like because I could have been like okay well let's just wait or I mean I told him I was like well then use McKenna's wallet and to buy uh Rory's stuff but I ended up sending in cash but like he likes to sit in that chair when she's doing circle time or reading time and uh he'll tell the kids to be quiet and to turn around (laughs) like it's just funny like he's he's a character he's the teacher you see when he's, he likes to pretend. <laughs> mm-hmm. Shannon, what's your peak of the week? Um, I'm glad. I'm glad Jean went first because it took me a minute to think of one. I'm moving very slowly today. Um, so we actually took Gracie to the doctor last Thursday. It was just for a checkup. Um, come to find out, I somehow missed her well check. <laughs> Mom of the year over here. Um, I actually am blaming covid on all of that because i never took her in during covid because she was healthy and i was afraid she would get germs um yeah so we did gracie's well check and for those of you who don't know gracie had a bad blood work appointment once when she was like two years old and since then has been traumatized anytime we go to the doctor like she had to get blood work one additional time and the doctors had to drug her because it was the only way to get her calm enough to get blood work um she walked in she like strolled on in she stood on the scale she got weighed she got measured she hung through the whole thing um like a champ and the only time she got a little nervous was when we were um the doctor was trying to look in her ears um so daddy had to hold her for that but she totally calmed down and she marched right on out of that doctor's office and jay and i just kind of looked at each other in the middle of that appointment because both of us were like we never thought we'd get here. <laughs> like we never <laughs> thought that we would get to a point where we can just walk into a doctor's appointment. Um, so that was absolutely huge for her. So we made it the biggest deal ever. Gracie just McDonald's fries, making it, making know, it happen. Right? She hasn't been wanting McDonald's fries yet lately. What? I don't know. It's very strange. I know. I think it's just because she's been sick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, Brittany. Uh. I think I'm going to go with my my tried and true uh, peak of the week, which is a new cleaning supply that I've acquired in my life. <laughs> and I did that just so Tosh would laugh. I'm, I'm just trying to provide some entertainment for her. No. Um, so Austin has been throwing copious, copious amounts of dirt in my, in his pool. Let's be honest. It's his pool. We, we have a small pool in our backyard. Austin is in it daily. Come rain, shine, 
degree of water temperature, it does not matter. He is in the pool. And he has been taking dirt and throwing it in the pool and in the spa specifically. It is extremely difficult to clean and to keep the filters running smoothly to heat the spa and to turn on the jets because they are so clogged with dirt and other debris. He is self-sabotaging his own enjoyment. And it just, I am losing hair over it, you guys. It's like falling out of my head. Yeah, I'm just, we're beside ourselves. So we have tried everything. We have spent so much money in all sorts of different ways, including trying to get rid of the dirt. Yes, I am trying to like eradicate the problem too. Um, But he's very smart and he finds ways to throw other things in. So we, um, we just bought a really, really, really nice vacuum for the pool. And it is one, it's a hand vacuum that you can charge with a uh, battery and then you can it, you you can either put on a snorkel gear and like dive down to to vacuum the bottom of your pool just like you would like a hand vacuum on your stairs or something or it comes on a pole and you can like stand on the edge of the pool and like do it but it comes with all these attachments like it has like a needle nose like little um attachment you would use for like car detailing and stuff and you can get into the crevices in the corners of the pool and in like the jets and stuff and everyone you guys are all looking at me like I'm absolutely crazy but I'm excited about this and no, it's I going to make excited. my life so I'm much on the easier. edge of my seat I loved every single I'm detail. just conf- I'm confused because that's because where I am in my all- life <laughs> Don't all yeah. pools have a vacuum? Yeah, no? we have the one that crawls along the bottom that you like. Oh, okay. That, yeah, yes. we totally have that, but that will okay. not go into the spa. Uh, so this is specifically oh, yes. for the spa. Before it also doesn't spa. get like on all the steps. It doesn't get every section. It's kind of, of the yeah, pool. I just mean. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. like surface level. It's kind of like running the iRobot in your. Yeah, yeah it's like a Roomba, your, for, Roomba your, yeah, for your totally. pool. Yeah, but this is for like detail work and for oh you know, we know how you love the detail work that was like I asmr I do. like i was like hanging on every word of like every <laughs> part of the explanation I'll, of that i'll do one better for you gene i i will do a video she'll do a demonstration video. <laughs> of course she will i am just like so i am I, I want to see it in action and I want to know if like I, I would like that for our bathtub because that's what happens in our bathtub too. You know, like Rory's, Rory has taken over my gigantic bathtub and it's like okay, that's his okay. bathtub. <laughs> So like I can relate to that on so many levels and I'm like We're not talking about a normal size bathtub, you guys. <laughs> it's not spa size bathtub. Yeah, it's a spa Brittany, size. Brittany, I tub. do want yeah. I do want the link to that, Brittany. I may Oh yes, I, I will that. send it to you. So, it is expensive. I want the link. Like this was well, this was not was, purchased lightly, but it's. I, I believe it's going to pay for Sounds itself. Sounds glorious. Sounds glorious. Everything so, in anyway. our lives are expensive. pool vacuums. That's Yay. my joy. Whoop. That's my joy. We love. Thank we you love for being here, everybody. Thank you for listening mm-hmm. to us ramble and rant and laugh at each other. Um, we truly enjoy recording these episodes and answering your questions and just being together. It brings us joy in life and it helps us get through these crazy days of our lives. So joy, um, joy, joy. <laughs> Tasha's going to use a little worship music for us. No. <laughs> um, so please, uh, please stick around, listen to more episodes, tell other parents uh, and 
others around you about our podcast. Give us a review that helps others find our podcast when they search. Um, join us on Instagram. We are at Moms Talk Autism. And if you have any questions or you would like us to answer maybe one of your questions, you can email us at hello at Moms Talk Autism. And we'd love to hear from you. So have a great week and we'll be back soon. Say goodbye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.